Hello, and welcome to Auntie Sandy's Storyland. Please join us at our new home on the Lotus Prison Network at patreon.com. Our story for today is... Seven Ways to Trick a Troll, Part 3. Troll Weakness 3. Sunlight turns trolls to stone. Trolls usually live inside mountains to avoid the sun. They like to kidnap girls to keep house for them and to rub their heads and comb their hair. This is very unpleasant to do, but it does make trolls quite docile and easier to trick. You may be able to fool a troll into going outside when the sun shines. Then he'll turn into stone and you can get away. This is a useful trick in many circumstances. The story, The Hen is Tripping in the Mountain. Once upon a time, there was a widow who lived with her three daughters at the foot of a mountain. Their only possession was a hen, but this remarkable bird laid enough eggs to feed them and even provided extra to sell at market. One day, the hen disappeared. The widow could not find it anywhere. Kari, you've got to find that hen even if you have to dig her out of the mountain, she told her eldest daughter. Kari searched and searched. Late in the afternoon, she heard a gruff humming sound. The hen is tripping in the mountain. The hen is tripping in the mountain. She walked toward the sound when, snap, a trap door opened and she tumbled into a room filled with piles of gold and silver. Exploring this underground world, Kari discovered room after room overflowing with treasure. Forgetting all caution, she dashed around filling her pockets with lovely jewels. In the innermost rooms were no jewels or treasure at all, only a mountain troll. In one hand he clutched a hand. With the other he grabbed Kari. I'll free the hen if you'll be my sweetheart, he demanded. Never, exclaimed Kari in horror. Shaking with rage, the troll pointed his huge index finger at Kari and she turned to stone. Then he locked her in a cellar. Back at the farm, the widow called her middle daughter, Mari. You must look for your sister and keep an eye out for the hen at the same time. Mari searched up and down the mountain when she too heard the gruff chanting. The hen is tripping in the mountain. The hen is tripping in the mountain. Mari crept toward the sound when snap, the trap door opened and she fell into the same mountain chamber. After searching all the rooms, she too arrived at the innermost chamber. I'll free the hen if you'll be my sweetheart, demanded the troll. Mari shook her head, so the troll turned her to stone and placed her next to her sister. The widow waited for her daughters. Finally, she said to Guri, her youngest, Now you'll have to look for your sisters. You can always look for the hen at the same time. Guri searched and searched. Toward the end of the day, she heard a rumbling song. The hen is tripping in the mountain. The hen is tripping in the mountain. Just like her sisters, Guri fell through the trap door. But she took her time investigating the different rooms 
and did not touch the jewels. So much treasure could belong only to a mountain troll. As she explored, she came across the cellar door, and inside she saw two life-size statues, the exact likenesses of her sisters. Now she knew what had happened. She sauntered boldly into the last chamber where the troll sat clutching the hen. I'll free the hen if you'll be my sweetheart, he bellowed. Gladly, answered Gurry. This so pleased the troll that he gave Gurry everything her heart could desire, gold and silver, sparkling jewels and dresses made of fine silks and embroidered with pearls and precious diamonds. The entire mountain castle is yours. Only stay away from the cellar. There is nothing there for you, he warned. Several days passed when a billy goat fell through the trap door. Be gone, you silly animal, roared the troll, and pointed his finger at the goat. Why did you do that? complained Gurry, looking at the stone animal. I could have played with that goat. Don't sulk. I can bring it back to life, huffed the troll, and reached for a crock, which sat half hidden on a shelf. He rubbed ointment from the crock over the goat, and at once it shook and bleated. Next day, as soon as the troll left, Guri grabbed the jar and hurried to the cellar. As she rubbed ointment over Kari and Mari, both came alive but trembled with fear. Don't worry, Guri said. I have a plan. She placed each girl inside a trunk and fastened the lock securely. Then she put on a pretty dress and waited. When the troll returned, she smiled sweetly and said, Dearest, you look tired and your hair is all tangled. Let me rub your head and comb your hair. This pleased the troll, and he grew gentle. My dear, is there not something I can do for you in return? He grunted. I have gathered some things for my mother. Will you carry this chest to her cottage this evening? She added sweetly. Promise not to look inside, for I would be embarrassed if you saw the sort of silly women's trinkets I am sending her. The troll chuckled. He took the chest with Kari inside and carried it to the old widow's cottage. When he returned, Guri once again put his head in her lap and rubbed it until he became gentle. I know it made you happy to carry the chest to my mother. Will you make two more journeys for me? The chests are really not that big, and my mother's need is great. If you do these errands, I shall never ask for anything again. The troll picked up the chest with Mari. Supper will be ready when you are finished, called Guri as he left. Quickly she gathered treasures and placed them inside a third chest, leaving room on top. Then she fashioned a doll of straw, dressed it in her own clothes, and set this straw girl beside the fire. She tied a ladle to its hand so that it looked like she was cooking supper. Finally, Guri climbed into the third chest. When the troll returned, he picked up the chest, but oh, this one was much heavier. I wonder what my sweetheart has put into this chest. I'll just take a little peek, he rumbled. Don't look inside. Remember, you promised me, said Guri in a voice that sounded like it was far away. Oh, my sweetheart can see me even in this dark, muttered the troll, and he walked on. 
After a while, he once again grew curious and put the chest down. Do not deceive me! Did you not promise you would not look? whispered Gurry. Oh, my sweetheart can still see me! She is far too clever! growled the troll and sped on. As soon as he had put the chest down outside the cottage, he rushed home. I am ravenous! Hurry with my supper! hollered the troll, but the figure by the hearth remained motionless. Angrily, the troll strode over and shook the figure. Straw flew all about the walls and the ceiling. Suspicious, the troll ran to the cellar. Sure enough, the other two sisters were gone too. They shall pay for this, roared the troll and rushed outside, forgetting what time it was. As soon as he stormed out of the mountain, the sun hit him in the face and he burst into thousands of pieces of rock. When the widow and her daughters heard the explosion, they went and fetched the hen and the goat. From that day on, they lived in the greatest of happiness and comfort to the end of their lives. Troll Weakness 4 Reflected sunshine turns trolls to stone. That is the end of our story for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Join our exclusive Storyland membership on the Lotus Prison Network to get special appreciation bonuses and rewards as a valued member of our listener team. To join our membership, go to patreon.com forward slash the Lotus Prison Network. For those who like the book we read today and would like to purchase it, please click the link in the description. Follow our Facebook page so you can find us on all your favorite social media and share with your family and friends. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time on Auntie Sandy's Storyland.